Hey, Zoe. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I just thought of? What did you think of? This is, I gotta warn you, this is really funny. Okay. Uh, you remember the Vanga Boys? Yes. And they drove the, the Vanga bus? Yeah. What if the, the Vanga Boys had a, a boat instead? It would be like, the Vanga boat is charming and everybody's... Hey, everybody, thank you so much uh, for listening to the podcast this week. This is Welcome to Our Podcast. Welcome. It's good to have you. Didn't realize the mic was on. Was just trying to uh, say a hypothetical <laughs> scenario to the love of my life. Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry that these have been coming out at wacky malacky times. There's been so much going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about the size of it. Mm-hmm. Cloverfields mm-hmm. podcast is still tearing up the charch. We charch. Charch. I don't know about that because charch. What, what is a charch? Min in a word. I don't. Min in. Charch. Tearing up the charch. Uh, I'd like to take this moment to apologize to all the charts that we've been tearing up. We were number twenty-three on the comedy podcast, all-time podcast of all time. And now we're, like, number 60 or not that. You're definitely, like, way, way up yeah. there in the higher numbers. I think the higher the number, the better the podcast. The better the podcast. it is, yeah. Because... I'm going to say yes. I always think back to points, and having a lot of points was good. Right. So great. So awesome. You guys, thanks the so much. The Vanga boat is charming, because for... chum is, like, fish stuff. Uh-huh. And everybody's... Do we have any Patreon people? We do. You want to explain to them what Patreon is? Well, Patreon is a tippy rewards website, and I'll tell you about it. Basically, if we were in the subway systems uh-huh. of New York City, Los Angeles, any one of these metropolitan areas, and we were uh, just talking to each other, what Patreon does is Patreon's like our virtual open guitar case. <laughs> And you guys go ahead and you walk by and you're like, oh, I like that bit that you guys were doing on the floor in the subway about the Vanga boat. <laughs> and then you would toss in maybe five, ten, two million dollars. <laughs> Who knows? Who Loose knows? change, folded receipts. We'll take anything at this point. Uh, we have a $10 group. They all get a shout out on the podcast. And they also get to uh, interact with us on that Skype if they'd like. And uh, basically how it's been happening is I leave the Skype app open on my phone all the times. All the time. As much as I possibly can, especially when I'm traveling around. And I uh, see these messages as they come through. And it's kind of like DMing somebody. Uh-huh. But uh, I always make sure I get back to Uri1 and great. And that's and it. Great. So here's the shout-outs for the $10 group. They sound like this. Matthew J. Palka. Hey. Uh, Brad Cover. Hi, Brad B. Stephen G. Stephen G., thank you. Megan Harmon. Megan Harmon. Do you hear about Stephen G.? Monique Quistorf. Hey, Monique. Aaron Espinoza. Hi. Justin Keat. Justin Keat, Aaron Espinoza An- at bay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anthony Rael. Anthony, yes. Uh, Janae Tom. Yes, Janae Tom. Carrie Pippi. Carrie mm, Pippi. Uh, Joshua Owens. Joshua is so good to see. Mm-hmm. And Alexander Legowski. Alexander Legowski. That sounds like a Alexander. new name. Alexander. It's A-L-E-X. I mean, E-K-S-A-N-D-E-R. There's a K in Alexander? Yeah, Alexander. He must be Polish or something. Or a king of some sort. Maybe. 
Who knows? That sounds like very kingly. Yeah. Well, welcome aboard, and thank you for the, the tips. And here's your reward. A podcast. <laughs> a podcast. A woohoo. A podcast. We you. Yeah. Um, something, something, something. So Vangabus podcast. Been, I've been Wee-oo. off this week, and Mike was like, what are you doing on the second? And mm-hmm. I said, I'm off all week. Oh, come on. We're already doing this? Yeah. All right. And uh, so Mike got tickets to go see... Um, I'm not reminding you of the gentleman's name. Oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank? Because you're uh, saying this first and trying to throw me under the bus yes. immediately. So I'm not helping you out at all in this particular uh, scenario. Uh, Mick, uh, Mick Foley. Mick Folgers. Thank you. Yes. The coffee guy. Damn it. Why did that take so long? So anyway, he found tickets at, to see Mick Foley at the Improv yeah. in Hollywood. Um they weren't that hard to find. It was advertised on the internet. I for just February second. Yeah. At the improv. Yeah. Well, February second really meant February eighth or ninth, whatever next Tuesday is, and mm. we were a week early. You cut out everything. What I would call the meat and potatoes of every story. The meat, uh, <laughs> I feel like you start the story, and then there's some kind of vague detail in the middle, and then you end the story when we could essentially. Have had a whole podcast about that story. It's gone. She's like the wind. That's a song about that story. It just floated away on the breeze. Why did it float away? We because have, no. Do you see things. what I'm talking about? Yeah, but we we had just a good because time. We have a list of things to talk about. Doesn't mean that every story. You're very succinct. You'd yeah. be good on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, this was our entire adventure. So no, we had we had fun. We ended up. So Mike. Came home and picked me up. See, longer stories a little bit harder, huh? To uh, <laughs> to go to see Mick Foley at the Improv. Yeah, Mick wasn't there. He uh, was wherever he's supposed to be a week Early. before his show. Right, actually is. So we get up to the to the front. Mm-hmm. And we see, we realize, well, Mike realizes that we're a week early. Yeah, actually, this would be a good place to freeze frame and to go back freeze and tell frame. everybody the most embarrassing part of the story. What is I most- had a lot to do this particular day, and this oh, particular I day. I'm going to throw you under the bus like that. I'll do it because I desperately want to make stories interesting so okay. they um, have the right to know. Okay. Uh, I went from. A, what I would consider a tiny drought of stand-up shows. I haven't done stand-up in about two weeks, week and a half, Yeah, two weeks like maybe. That. So been a little antsy pants, and then all of a sudden I got all these shows. So uh, me and Elliot and our friend Delman, we uh, are trying to get out to as many open mics as possible and just like shake off any rust that accumulates over a tiny two-week period. So all the shows can be good, so we can continue to be good. So had a bunch of errands to run during this day, the second, which also happened to be special because it happens to be our five-year anniversary, kind of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I woke up, and I was like, hey, here's f- for five more. There's five in the past and five in the future, and it was great. So then I had a bunch of errands, did those, and uh, had... Late lunch with Elios Morgan, and he was like, "Hey man, do you want to go to an open mic?" And I was, I instantly panicked, and I was like, "I have a show on Friday. I have to go to an open mic." 
that has to be done. He was like, we'll go to HaHa in the valley. In, no, in North North Hollywood. Hollywood. So we went there. And uh, during this time, I get a text message from what I can only describe as the most beautiful, kind, forgiving girl in the whole world. The text message me. It was Zoya. And she said, uh, hey, we should leave for that show pretty soon or something. No, I said, uh, don't we have a date tonight? Yeah, don't we have a date tonight is what you said. Yeah. And I said yes. Um, but in my panic, I had quite possibly... I want to say forgotten because it's the truest word. And I also was killing time for these sirens. Uh, oh, we probably should start talking about something else. Cause you know what that siren means. We better go to questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sirens. So, okay, they're gone. Uh, so basically, I got fucking mixed up and I tried to do too much... And uh, my shit overlapped, and I was the worst possible guy for a day, and uh, that sucked. And I apologized for that yeah. multiple times. Doesn't make it suck any less, but she does know I, that I'm sorry. I was not happy, I have to say. I was a little disappointed. As you should have been. There's no um, reason why you should have been happy in that particular right. situation. So we but got, he made it up to me. Listen, we ended up, I don't even know so if that's So we true. ended up getting to the improv. Is this mine no, or is this mine? that one's yours. This one is yeah. Okay. So we ended up getting to the improv, realizing that we were a week early. Yeah. And now I don't even know if I can go to the show next week. Um, but You can. We'll make it happen. I'll get um, Mick to come into the salon. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and... But there was another show but, going on yeah, that night. Thank you. Uh, that's okay. I'm here to save you, sweet save baby me. girl. Um, you forgave me, so I must save me, you. Yeah. Okay. So um, there was this was show. at the. <sighs> this was at the improv. There was another show. <laughs> What's this category? Things we've said ten times Things already. Things we've said. Uh, what? Keep Are going. you okay? No. Go back to sleep for a couple minutes. I'll wake you back up. Um, so in the improv, there's the main showroom, which is where Mick is going to be a week from now. <laughs> a week from wherever <laughs> week this from was. Tuesday. And uh, there's the bar area, which is called the lab. Uh, you may, as listeners of the podcast, you may remember the lab as the place where I consistently don't get any laughs at the improv open mic. <laughs> Uh, so that's the place where there was a show going on called the Bookshelf Show, and that was a really interesting idea. Oh, man, let me get my phone, because I wrote down the guy's name that came up with the show. Where the fuck is my phone? Here it I is. I don't know. Um, I want to say Danny LaBelle or some shiz like that. Basically, what happened was there was a bookshelf in the back. There were four or five comedians, um, and it's an improvised storytelling situation, uh, there's a bowl filled with suggestions that have to do with the bookcase. Right. So it's like if fiction. I was going to go up there, right, you pull fiction out. You have to pull a fiction book from the bookcase. Then an audience member, which was Zoya several times, yells out a page number. <laughs> Zoya loves yelling. And also her talking voice is also yelling. <laughs> so she yells out a page number and a paragraph number on that page. The comedian reads out the paragraph and then equates that to a story that he or she remembers from their life. It was an awesome uh, thing. Danny Danny LaBelle uh, at the Improv. They're trying to do it like the first Tuesday of every month, I think. Something like that. I'm going to try desperately to get on one of them. So our friend Adam Lustig was on. Adam Lustig 
uh, is an incredibly talented actor and comedian, one of the most positive people I've ever met in my entire life. And an excellent basketball player from excellent, what I understand. He's so fast is the thing. Uh, and he always wears a little uh, buckle baseball hat. Uh-huh. He's an adorable man. Yeah. He's um, got a great bald head. So And a great speaking voice. And he went up and he did this thing. And what did he get? He got Nerd Camp. Yeah. was his book. And... Uh, I don't even remember what his story was about, but he was, he was very about entertaining. Going to a, a friend's house up in somewhere in California. Oh, and catching and like chickens. This, yeah. And he was uh, his whole thing was he's petrified of animals, and he was, he had to pick up a chicken. Yeah, which and is not funny when I explain it like that, but you can imagine. And he was talking about uh, uh, one of the friends that plays also basketball with Mike and and himself. <laughs> And brought Mike into the story, too. Mike knows him. You know, like, shout out Mike in the crowd. Nobody knew who. No one in the crowd knew that he was talking to our Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, else? like, I'm so on vacation mode that I, feel, I have, I like, didn't want to no... say anything because I don't want to feel like I'm always saying something, but no, I feel like you skipped true. most of the words. I did. <laughs> like, I did. No, you're right. You're you, right. You know why you that guys, baffles me so much? Because you asked me, I was doing something else, and then you said, hey, you want a podcast? So I'm like, oh, yeah, Zoya's fucking up, and she wants to talk. And she's all ready to say all Apparently, the words Apparently, I'm that not she ready to talk, ever. <laughs> you're good. Clearly. Sweet, sweet lady. So what else? Um, so last night, we went to go see a friend of ours, um, a couple of friends of ours, in a band called Almost July. Play some Pac, Pac, Runk and Roll is what I was about to say. Punk. What is happening? Punk, Runk and Roll. (laughs) Pac, Runk and Roll. (laughs) Hashtag Pac, Runk and Roll. Pac, Runk and Roll. Um, Pop Rock uh, in Silver Lake. It's Punk Rock. Punk Rock. Sure. Not Pop Rock. Pop Punk. Pop Punk Rock. I feel like I should have like a, a a bag of pop rocks in my mouth right now. Like, it sounds like you already do. Yeah, several know, right? carton of them. Maybe. Um. So we went to go see his band play in Silver Lake. They did a great job, despite multiple testicle difficulties. Testicles. And uh, before that, to kill a little bit of Hase Tampiento, we went to this. I guess you would call it kind of like a brick oven pizza yeah, place called Wood. Called Wood. In uh, Silver Lake, I don't remember what street that was. Not helpful. I had a sandwich. It was great. We <laughs> sat down. There were uh, adorable couples on each side of us, and then one of the couples got up and just a man sat down by himself uh, to my left, Zoe's right, and that man happened to be fucking Michael Ian Black. Yeah. I don't know if you know who that is, but I know who that is, and that man is very important to my. Anytime I tried to be, I was about to say my comedy career, and I still don't feel like I have one of those. He is important <laughs> to every funny thing I've ever said in my life. He used to be on, I found him through The State, which was a sketch show that used to be on MTV. Mm-hmm. You might know him from Wet Hot American Summers, uh-huh. or Twitter, or one of the SNL? other billion things. Right? Did no. he do SNL? Nope. What was You're he? thinking of Chris Rock. No. We can't both take a drink at the same time. Well, we did. Zoya. We did. I know. I'm sorry. 
That's Zoya. The, that's the quiet part. Is there butter on your hands because you're dropping balls? Butter fingers. Yeah, but Am we I do. Right? We do today have some fun questions for so you. So I said hi to Michael Ian Black, and I said, <laughs> I said, hey man, I'm really sorry to do this to you because he just sat down and we haven't gotten our food yet. So if this went badly. This would have been very awkward. Mm -mm. So I leaned over and I said, excuse me, sir. Sorry to do this. Very sorry. But I grew up on the state. And I just want to say thank you very much. He was like, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And then he told the waitress to move our table. And then we had to leave. No, he didn't say that. (laughs) He was very nice. And he, you know, we didn't bother him clearly. Like, that sucks. Yeah. So you said whatever you wanted to. I gave him a little wave and a smile. And we went about our, our... very, we had a fun conversation at dinner last night. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> I had six of those um, no, Pellegrinos. It's called water. Yeah. Yeah. San Pellegrinos. You got to lay off that water, homie. Well, I love it so much. I got to admit, um, pulling back the curtain, I'm drinking some right now. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a problem. He's going to choke himself on it. I've been drinking water He's a gonna lot. He's going to drown the- himself in water. Uh, drowned is a past tense. I, um, have been drinking a lot of water on the Cloverfields podcast, uh-huh. and I drink it too close to the microphone. That's I okay. also, I don't know if any of you, I don't want to ruin this, but I feel like I'm about to ruin every podcast I'm on for everyone. I feel like I sniffle too much. So uh, I'm trying to be very aware. I think everyone has, like, a thing that they do. Like you don't say most of the words. I that just mean. I jump around. I like to leave it open for the imagination. Yeah. So you know what sucks is we both kind of are spotty like that because mm-hmm. my dad's like that and you're like that mm-hmm. and I'm like that when I don't concentrate. Yeah. And it's that's a recipe we shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> that's a recipe for this is our last podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, this is our last podcast that makes sense. Dude, imagine if we keep doing this the older we get and we're like 87. Imagine <laughs> how spotty and shitty we're going to be by the time we're... Yeah, right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. The podcast. And also, I'm hungry and tired. Oh, well, Janice I think it's time. I think it's time for this to, to be tennis. over. Yeah, we're also going to be Southern when we're older, apparently. Well... <laughs> is that how southern people say? yeah i guess so okay i guess so uh, michael as i'm like rocking on our ch- on the rocking chair yeah but it's not a on rocking our front chair you're just port- like on doing our front that because you're weird <laughs> yeah. you're just a weird old just lady. rocking back and forth and uh, sitting on on the floor on my porch yeah next to a rocking chair perched up <laughs> yeah. perched up on my perch let's go throw rocks at the rocking league <laughs> <laughs> That's what the uh, neighborhood teenagers would say. So, you guys, we we tweeted out that we want your questions today. We haven't well, done Mike, that in Mike some did times. That. Yeah. So here's one. Uh, Matthew Godman asks, "Have you guys ever had a quarter midlife crisis? How did you deal with it?" Quarter midlife. So midlife is forty. What's a quarter of that? Twenty. 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 No, no, no. 25? That would be quarter of four. Is 10. So did I have a crisis when I was 10? Quarter of four is 10? Yeah. If you do four. Uh-huh. Okay. 
if you take if just one quarter of a four is one. Okay. And then you add a zero to that, and it's ten. Okay. So he's saying quarter midlife crisis. What is the midpoint of your life? That's forty. Okay. Well, not no. Your and a life. A quarter of your life from that. No. No. When they say midlife crisis, they mean when you're fucking when you're forty and you buy a motorcycle because that's the midpoint in your life. Okay. He's saying quarter midlife crisis. Okay. So midlife is forty, and then what's a quarter of that? You're ten years old. I've never. Probably, if I didn't get a goodie bag or some kid made fun of me for being fat, I assume that I have a quarter of a midlife crisis. I'm, I'm not sure that that's exactly what he means. Wait, what are you thinking means? <laughs> I think he means maybe uh, right now, maybe in your 20s. If you were in Harry Potter, you'd you be a smuggler. Have you ever had a quarter midlife crisis? So, so a, have you ever had a quarter slash midlife crisis? Oh, there's and a how slash. how did you deal with it? So Doctor leaving things out. The, okay. Didn't say okay, the but we've already dis- <laughs> discovered that that's what I do is leave words out. And you just breezed right over my smuggle comment, and I thought that was borderline I'm sorry. genius. What did you say? I said if you were in Harry Potter, you'd be a smuggle. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you. I said it three times. That's pretty good. Now I missed the it. Fourth time. I missed it. Um, so I'm I'm assuming that he wants to know, like. Maybe in your mid twenties, early twenties to mid twenties, what uh-huh. what a, a midlife crisis that you had? There was a time where I turned down a job at Sony, BMG, to continue to have the flexibility I needed to be a musician, uh-huh. and I thought that was the end of my getting money forever time because <laughs> I had already when you try to do the artist thing when you try to have the flexibility to be an artist and you're working all these jobs and like you have the same shitty conversation with all of your bosses be like hey just so you know I have shows so if that's cool that I'm flexible that's fine but if you don't want to give me a job because of that that's also fine and I feel like I fucked up so many jobs because I just couldn't commit to somebody else's mm-hmm. schedule which mm-hmm. is not a righteous thing to say it's just like a scary thing because you fuck yourself out of a lot of money that helps you live and afford rent and stuff like that so anyway i had said no to all these jobs for years and years and you know you pick and choose to get the flexibility you need and then this huge job and kind of in my mind a foot in the door as far as sony goes i was like maybe if i work in the mailroom, i can give my cd to somebody yeah It was like quality control or something like that. But anyway, I turned that down and they were going to pay me really well for like how old I was and the experience that I had. Uh And I said no, because I wouldn't be able to play as much. And then I kind of panicked a little bit. I was like, shit, the rest of my life. I've already sacrificed so much over and over again that I know the rest of my life is going to be like this if I want to continue to do artistic things. Right. And that was like, I got really upset, and that was one of the last times I got that upset. Yeah. Now it just sucks every once in a while, but it's what it is every day. Yeah, I um, I've I had a a, a crazy thing, kind of happen when I was like twenty three, and I almost got married when I was twenty three, and I called that off. Great. With the quickness. Which was probably the best thing I've ever done. Probably not with a quickness if you're 
Well, engaged. That's not really the... By that point. Yeah. You're pretty deep. Yeah, I was. I was deep. Yeah. I was in deep. But um, probably the best decision I ever made. You know, and no, nothing against the person. Um, it just wasn't working out, and that was that, you know. And that was, like, a huge turning point, I think, for me and my life and my growth and all of that stuff. So... I think that was good. Roger, would yeah. you consider that a quarter, mid-quarter life crisis? Yeah, I'd say so. Great. Yeah, I'd say so. What's next, Doc? Uh, Parker Elizabeth asks... Parker Is that your real name? Parker Elizabeth. That's a pretty cool, like, classic popular girl's name. Mm-hmm. There goes I Parker like Elizabeth. I like it. She poops glitter. She poops rainbows. Um, if you hadn't made... And uploaded that first YouTube video. Where do you think you'd be in your life, Mike? Right now. Mm, I don't know. Cause that is that to say like I wouldn't get into YouTube. I thought I think the consistency and how long I've been doing the YouTube stuff helped me get so many other things. Uh-huh. So maybe still in Connecticut and still trying to like play the same couple bars and trying to play New York City as much as possible and not really having a solid plan but trying to get more and more people to the shows somehow. Mm-hmm. I'd still be consistently doing something, but I don't know if I would have made certain leaps if it weren't for YouTube stuff. Yeah. It's crazy that, like, I... They were asking me yesterday in this meeting that I had, like, what plans I have for YouTube. Uh-huh. And I don't have any, like, grandiose plans for, like, my YouTube channel. It's just this thing that I do two times a week to, one, try to entertain people and it help if I can't. Right. It's really just to make yeah. people happy and give you, like, a two-minute break or whatever. Right. But it's also an exercise in writing for me. So I'm always writing new stuff every week, and it's like a tool to help me get better. And it's crazy that sometimes one of those things blows up and, like, 100,000 people see it. Right. So I don't know, you know, if I'm playing home every week, you're not going to have a good show and 100,000 people are going to see it. Right. So I think the exposure is something. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't miss those times yeah, at all. Not knowing. Just like or... working as hard as I'm working now, but yeah. doing different things and uh-huh. not seeing any forward progress. Really. Yeah. Like getting better all the time because you're doing it constantly, but when you see either less and less people at the shows or the same amount or... Yeah. Whatever. You I could just try it. so many new things. It's true. Uh, Claire Yee says... Yee! Claire Yee, <clears throat> what should I do with my boyfriend for Valentine's Day, even though we both don't care about Valentine's Day? I don't know, break up with him, see how it goes? <laughs> um, no, man, you should, uh, you, dude, you should go out and do the, <laughs> the most Valentine's-y thing uh possible you should like go get each other roses and candy and, and make the biggest teddy bear you could right, find right right really gaudy and get like a really fancy dinner reservations do all the things that people do go to the theater especially if you've never oh been to a God. theater and do it 
ironically, <laughs> do it because you hate it. Don't go out to dinner. The dinner is going to get jacked up. If you're going to do dinner, go to like McDonald's or like Taco Bell. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're loving each other. Right. 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 Um, I don't know, man. I Because I'm not that into Valentine's Day either. And I would much rather stay home and make dinner. And That's the first thing I asked you when I met you. And I was like, hey, listen. I know you're here with your friends, but I think you're beautiful. What are the chances you're not that into Valentine's Day? Because I think you're perfect. Yeah, because I am. Um, like, open up a bottle of wine if you guys are of age. And just chill at home. Yeah. 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 I think the other thing. I think if you try to <laughs> go over the top and do all these things that people think they're supposed to do. And don't leave out anything. But do it as a joke. And see which one can out-Valentine's Day the the other other, person. Yeah. Or what you should do is pack a picnic. And hopefully it's cold and snowy somewhere. (laughs) And you guys should go to the park where it's very, very clear that you guys... And have, like, the hot hands, you know, like the the skiers. Yeah. Have those, the the hot hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thermals and everything. And and have, like, candles, have, like... Hire a photographer. Oh, man, yes. And have him follow you around like you're taking engagement pictures, but you're just like... You have like a mariachi band. Yeah, you're underdressed in the snow, and you're just upset. <laughs> and your lips are chapped, and you're fighting kind of with each other. Uh, that's good. That's pretty good. These are all good ideas, I think. Uh, Paul asks, uh, Super Bowl is being played locally to me. Question, do you give a shit about the Super Bowl? Was Hashtag. Super Bowl is playing, being played locally to me Yeah, the most concise way to say that? It's being played locally to me. So, hold on. it's being played... That can't be the correct way to say that. It's being played in his hometown or wherever. Super Bowl's in my hometown. Super Bowl's close. Super Bowl apostrophe yes close he's probably hashtag fuck SB (laughs) hashtag fuck Mike for making fun of the first and hashtag fuck Super Bowl yeah uh, I believe so Paul Orr is the dude who sent us all that lint chocolate yeah so first of all thank you for that five pounds Paul Orr second of all don't give a shit about the yeah, Super Bowl. No, Not me since neither. like 1993 have I given shit. Mm, Super Bowl, though. Um, but what you should do... I'd rather have an actual Super Bowl that fits most cereal. Like a most of a box of cereal. Have a I super. Eat it with a ladle. Hashtag ball. Yeah. yeah. Or I, a wooden Italian mother spoon. The one that your mom used to beat you with. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I can I can dig on that. Yes. Uh, fuck the Super Bowl. Whoa. I think it's, that's pretty uh, aggressive. You're hashtag, gonna say fuck something. He said it. Hashtag fuck a Super Bowl fifty. But it's being played so locally to him. You can't just say <laughs> fuck the Super Bowl. Uh, Carly Grace asks, have you ever done anything fun on Valentine's Day while you were single? I've taken myself out to an awesome dinner and sat there alone 
Uh, is a bunch of chicks fun? Ha! Let's high five it! Nope. Okay. Um, well, that's a. That was no. Fictitious. Uh. <laughs> anything fun? What else have I done on I used to go on addictinggames.com. Addictinggames.com? Yeah, and see just how many of them I could try out. I don't even know if how that's many, a website. How many of the the solitaire games you could play in a yeah. row? Dude, I remember... I have vague memories because of what I'm about to tell you, but I feel like me and my friends, all my single friends, just used to go out and just use it as an excuse to get drunk. Yeah. Oh, we fucking need girls, dude. We're fucking 22. Let's go down the street to the bar and drink our sorrows. What? Okay. That's what we would say. That's pretty great. That's um, what we would sound saying it. Yeah, I would hang out with my friends. There was one year where all of my friends were, like, taken and had a dude or a, a chick. And I was just like, this is lame. It was just you? It was just me. And I was just like, that's it. I'm, I'm going to go out to dinner. Fuck it. I got cute. Did my hair. Get cute. I got real cute. Did my hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple, I think, sitting a couple tables away from me felt really bad, so they sent over a drink. Nice. And I was totally content. Hey, can we send a margarita to the lonely girl? Yeah. 17? sitting over there. What is she drinking? Yeah. Just the sad one? Yeah. No, the sad one. Yeah. The girl, um, putting calamari rings on all of her <laughs> fingers and dipping her whole hand in the marginergia sauce? Can we send a margarita to that girl? Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Fuck I'm things. still Go on skydiving. the obnoxious uh, Valentine's Day train. The that's obnoxious. so funny. Yeah. It's pretty good. Great. Yeah. Jonathan McCurdy asks... Jonathan McCuga? Yeah. Are we going to get more collabs with the Fof crew? Will you tour in Texas-stand? Texas-stand. Up or music? What? I'm leaving Colorado because no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry you're leaving Colorado because it's a beautiful state. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Texas sand, up or music? That's so many. Will you it looks like we tried to really have some leeway with the with the character limit here. Right. <laughs> um, I would love to collaborate with the Foff crew. We got to figure something out. I haven't had. I texted Maddie the other day. We, me and him were texting back and forth, and me and Byron talk whenever he shoots me a text or whatever. Nothing planned. I think everybody is pretty busy right now. Yeah. Uh, but anytime. I want to go. I suggested something to Byron whenever we get back from tour. If we could just get in a car and go from, like, here to Missoula. Uh-huh. And just, like, film stuff in the car and do stand-up shows on the way. Uh-huh. I would love to do something like that. Yeah, Make I can't be a part of that. Why? Because you hate Byron? No, I love Byron, but Sorry, work Byron, will not have it. Sorry, Byron, find out like this that Zoya hates you. Work's not having me Is it because you hate Maddie Kerr or Dennis? No, I don't hate... I love those boys. Those boys are great. You see They're how hardworking. great Dennis's beard is? And Yeah, I do. I really like his beard. I want to live in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to snuggle up next to it. Okay, well, that's all right. I mean, I only have eyes for you and Byron, but... Um, but I'd fuck Dennis, too, is all I'm saying. 
Give him that chance. I don't know that his girlfriend will let you. No, my dad listens to this now, too, so. Yeah, well, that's awkward. That's going to be an awkward conversation. It's going to be a weird Thanksgiving, hey, so Mike? I'll tell you that. Hey, Mike, you look great. You feeling good? Remember when you said you'd fuck that guy? <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't say that anymore. Uh, Josh, you mean? <laughs> Josh Fletcher ask, what's, asks. Oh, poor Josh Fletcher. Why? Because the, the grimiest swearing and <sighs> disgusting things came out of my mouth. And then we got to answer a question from sweet, pure little Josh Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that slick blue saxophone you posted on the Instagrams? <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed a guitar from the Gibson people, um, my friend John Fretch, and uh, <laughs> uh, Jenny, I don't remember fucking Jenny's last name, I'm sorry, um, but basically a long time ago through YouTube stuff, I was given access and I, I made some friends over at Gibson and they're like, whenever you want to borrow stuff or use our showroom space in, in Beverly Hills, Totally just send us a, a text or email or call and come by and borrow whatever. And since I haven't been playing music, I borrowed some stuff for some friends yesterday. And I took a picture of it because it was friggin' beautiful. Yeah. It's just a guitar. Just like your beautiful Maine. All right. Yeah. Maine, New England? Your hair and your and your beard, Maine. Are you flirting with me right I now? I am. Is it's it because of all the dentist stuff? Valentine's, maybe. Mm. Maybe. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a collabo right now, what we're doing. Right? So, uh, Jordan, with, uh, Jordan the Scarecrow asks, <clears throat> How much bread is acceptable to eat in one day? If I make two loaves and eat them both, is that unhealthy? Do you two have this trouble with bread, too? Yeah, man. We're always making bread, and it goes hand-to-mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, man. I don't know. If you're making bread, what are you going to do? Not eat it? Feed I, it to ducks? Yeah, right. I feel like it depends on... Normally, when you're making bread at home, the loaves aren't as big as you would get at the grocery store you're saying or this girl, at the bakery. You're saying this young lady uh -huh. is not... As good at baking bread as maybe no, a stop No, that's not what I'm saying. Is what you're saying? Is no, what I'm hearing? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying this shit is can't cook bread. Is what you're normally, saying? Normally, they're not as big as you would buy at the store. You don't know or what at the this bakery. girl's setup is. Okay, I don't know. You're right. She could be baking huge breads. You know what? what do you think then she's baking a dinner roll at a time? Her. I don't know. Negativo. Whenever then, my grand, I don't make bread. I can't make bread. So we don't have the same struggle. No, but my grandmother makes bread, and that shit did not last yeah. in the house. How much bread is too much bread for a day? I don't know, because when it's there, it's gone. I'm actually gluten-free. No, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never eaten bread, I don't think. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's, I would eat only bread if I could. I can't anymore though. I have like one or one yeah, bread man. thing. Yeah, man. I gotta be easy with the bread now. It makes me As you sad. Get older, it makes my yeah. body sad. As you get older, you gotta like let things go. Yeah, like your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, who's next? Any That's other? it. Okay, well, That's thank it. you so much for your um your stuff, guys. I have a show at the Formosa Cafe in West Hollytown. Um. 
what, 7 o'clock, I think, doors open this Friday, February... Uh, February. That's not the calendar app. That's Twitter. February. February. Fifth. Uh, so that's Tamir night from when we're recording this now. I also have a show somewhere in North Hollywood, Shaggy Town, live uh, Saturday the 13th. If you want to come see that, we'll be on tour soon. Uh, Pre-order for the Connecticut show at the Acoustic on April 28th. Has gone live, and if you go on my Instagram, you can see all the flyers for all the shows that I'm in. Um, I'll try to put them all on MikeFalzone.com today as well. And, uh, yeah, there's also a link where you could pre-order tickets for the Connecticut show in my biography. Biography. What am I leaving out? Um, I think that's it. Um, Thank you to all we, of our Patreon people. Patreon. Thank you to all of our sponsors. I like it. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Great. You want to end this one with a swear, sweet baby we'll talk girl? To you next fucking week. Oh. Do you suffer from a lack of smiles, smirks, and the occasional giggle fit? YouTube.com slash Matt and Maddie is here to help. Matt and Maddie has been genetically engineered to be released into your system every Monday and Thursday. Side effects include sudden loss of bladder control, splitting of the sides, and an overwhelming amount of 1990s pop culture references. So subscribe to YouTube.com slash Matt and Maddie today. <laughs>